Thank you. Thank you very much. What up, T? What up, D? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm all right. Happy day. Happy day. Taking days ahead. One day at a time. Same here. Same here. What's been going on? A lot. A lot. A whole lot. Uh, it's cold. Still. Today is actually nice. Y'all be killing me with that. Nice. Today was nice. Like. I guess I should be grateful because it's not snowing yet. And I, I had have to somebody, zip my jacket. I had somebody complaining about coming from Chicago and it being snowing and mm-hmm. it snowed on Halloween. So I guess I should be grateful. But, but it's I'm, still cold. I'm cold. I'm real, 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 real cold. I was a little too toasty last night with the heater on, but whatever. I'm anemic. I think I've said this before. Yes. Podcast. Everybody does that to me. I'd be like, oh, you're good with the temperature? I'd be like, no, I'm good because I'm anemic. Like everybody has to share when they're anemic because I'm anemic. And then here I go. I'd be like, well, I'm anemic too. And I don't get like that. It's just like a go back and forth thing. Are you looking forward to Thanksgiving? I am looking forward to Thanksgiving to do absolutely nothing. No cooking? may cook a little something my mom's been sending me recipes i'm like mom you do understand it's just me mom you do understand i'm trying to eat better and she's just sending me this stuff like well no you can make yourself a little something and you could freeze whatever you don't use and i'm big on freezing y'all don't freeze i freeze mm. and you will never know good taco meat that i don't finish and the maybe a month later on a taco tuesday i'll take it on and thaw it out it tastes like i just made it I used to be anti-leftovers until really? I got grown. Yeah. Until so I got grown. have to start paying bills plus I fell, I fell in love. I fell in love with leftovers. But they when I was through. younger, I was a little bratty about it. So, yeah. Privileged child. I mean, I guess. I wasn't that privileged. Well, I just didn't like leftovers. I used to look forward to like a good spaghetti the next day. That shit go. All the flavors set in. I used to be like, again, spaghetti. Oh, bitch, (laughs) you was one of them. I was, but no more. My grown ass be like, I'm making a stretch. Mm -hmm. Be eating shit for 10 days. (laughs) You know, remember when your dad. Why are you so extra 10? (laughs) 10. I done went five. My dad is the type of person after Thanksgiving, he making everything into like a sandwich. Or like, have you ever heard of what like a goulash is? So he'll mix everything together. I didn't know that was a real meal, a goulash. Goulash is real. Let's go to our new segment. Yes. Come on. Ride the train. Come on, ride the train. And ride it. Choo-choo. <laughs> you got to add that in. I like your idea with that. Yes. So tell me something crazy about your train ride this week or last week. Since the last time we recorded, what happened? The craziest thing that I've seen on the train thus far? This week. No, 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 because we only do Okay. This week. This uh-huh. far. Uh-huh. I've seen a baby on the train with their bare feet on the train. And they mom was cool with it. What's a baby, baby? They was like three. Wait, so they were Bare sitting, feet. They were sitting down? What their feet was hitting the feet. ground? Like mom. Yeah, they was like walking off the train. Bare feet. First off, it's cold as fuck. Where wow. are the baby socks? <laughs> <laughs> that was the craziest thing that I seen on the train. Was it? And it was cold? It was so cold. So everybody was looking at the baby and the mom and judging. Did she have other kids with her? No. It was just her and that baby with no shoes and no socks. Baby boy. Did she have on shoes and socks? Yeah, she was bottled up. And I, it could have been. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What type of mother is that? I don't want to judge the mother because it could have been any type of situation. We don't know what happened before. All I'm saying, the segment is the craziest thing that I saw on the train. And that was it. That was the craziest thing. Did you get off before her or after her? Um, No. They. That's how I noticed because the baby like feet planted on the actual train. I think I wouldn't have been as shocked if, like, the baby was sitting down. I didn't even notice then. Once they got up, 
I'm looking, see a little person. With they have no she- shoes on, bare feet, touching the train ground, no, walking I'm, out. Oh, so that's what I'm trying to ask you. The platform. Submit the platform. I don't know if after they got. Maybe you she know, picked them up. Child. Wow. Child neglect. W people. Oh, that explains it all. Clarissa explains it all. Just w- say the Caucasians. W people. Nah, we, we do it with the dub P's, the WP's. Yes, the white people. Yeah, but yeah. we say WP. Real social media, like, I always say WP. We be saying white people too, but. Yeah. It's like them niggas say niggas and w- them w- black people. White people, white people. What's the craziest thing you've seen on the train, T? It wasn't even what I saw, it's what I felt. Oh, God. What did you feel? <laughs> wow. Shit. I was on the, I got on and I was on the phone with my mom. Uh huh. And this guy came and sat like next to me. Oh God. But I wasn't like paying attention to him. Uh-huh. I just remember um, he was a black male, like medium built and um, he needed a haircut. Like, you know how bald men, their hair starts to grow in, mm-hmm. but he needed, he, he needed that type of haircut. So anyway, that's all I noticed, like out, out, the, out of my peripherals. So I'm sitting there talking to my mom and I have these long ass braids in right now. So sometimes I might sit on the hair and I'll try to lift up and I'll pull the hair. Right. So the first, the, fir- the first time I felt that, that, that tug, I was like, oh, that's me. So I rearranged my arm. <clears throat> I, met, I thought it was like stuck in my purse also, mm-hmm. like on the strap. So I rearranged it. And then y'all, I felt it again. Somebody, he was pulling my hair. Somebody was pulling your hair? The man that was sitting next to me was pulling, pulling my hair. Pulling it? Like accidentally sitting it or like hand? He was tugging at my hair, y'all. And this was not a child, a grown man. A grown man. Was it? Who needed a did it look like something was wrong with him? I didn't look at him. I don't know why all of a sudden I was pussy. Plus, I didn't want to amp my mom up on the phone. Yeah, because she's like, like, what the fuck? Because yeah. my mom be on one and she be ready. Yes. So all I don't want to amp her on the phone. And I thought I was tripping because usually if, if I'm there, I can get witted and ready too. What the hell? Y'all, he was tugging my hair. I'm like, what the fuck? So finally, like I had got off like two stops later and I was and I had got off the phone with my mom and I really was like, that nigga was pulling my hair. Like you couldn't even process it all. No, and I know it sounds so weird. Like you not gonna say nothing to somebody tugging at your hair. Like it was like a slight pull, like uh, the beginning of him hitting it from the back or something. Like slightly pulling <laughs> the braids. Like, what time of day was this? It was in the morning. It was too early Yo. to be getting hit from the back. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. he was trying Some to people hit it like it that way. Yeah, I, I usually like it that way, but not from a stranger. And now he needed a haircut and all of that. And on the I train, know, I didn't know him. I just associate the train with filth. So, like, I don't want anything <laughs> touching me that is strange. Including your weird ass. Yeah. I don't know, y'all. I didn't look at him. I didn't even do none of that. I just remember, and he had on, like, a blue and black coat. It was, like, a color block coat. And I did not, during your face, is so funny. What I'm, if it's the same dude that I saw that was passing out Clementines <laughs> last week? And was mad that people didn't want his fucking Clementines. It sounds like the same dude. It probably is. Wow. I got to talk to some people about this. This is crazy. Anthony, what is the craziest thing you saw on the train this week? The craziest thing I saw on the train this week. Wow. Or last week. Or last week. There there have been a couple of incidents. Mm -hmm. Give us one. Well, this past incident, there was a man (laughs) who came up and who comes on the train he starts cursing and carrying on. Oh, God. He's carrying on numerous times going, yeah, you want to start with me? You want I get out the car to go to another car. I see this man come back in. It wasn't after me, but just in general. He comes doing the same thing. Then he finally got off, and I was like, wow, that was a little scary. 
And then, I, then there was a one incident where I saw these, this older, this younger Hispanic female. Mm-hmm. She was arguing with this older lady, a black female, uh, who I think might have been of Caribbean descent. And the, the woman with the Caribbean descent, she was like on how... They were like, yeah, stop, knock me out, fight me, punch me, kick me. What you going to do with the, one, the young girl? like, I respect my elders. What? You're going to see something. I'm educated. <laughs> my grandchildren is educated. They're more than you. And it was going at it. I was ready to get the camera out to put it on Worldstar. Worldstar. That is crazy and sounds like the train. Yes. Damn. But yeah. Craziest so. shit that happened on the train this week. I hope nothing crazy happens to me next week. Hopefully I got like a little light story because... I don't want nobody pulling on my hair again. Yeah, the pulling on your hair is like level 10 crazy on the train. Because mm-hmm. you could have mm-hmm. spazzed. You could have went crazy. But I didn't. I thank God for mommy calling me. Because usually we don't speak that early. Something just told me, like, hit her up. It was like five her time. Mm-hmm. So you and, and your mom talk every day? Almost every day. We've, um, we used to not be big on texting, but more like call. But our lives are busier now. And so um, they may be busier, but the love is still there. So that's how we show it. That's cute. So she was sending little stuff like, remember these niggas ain't shit. Stay up on your game. Like, you know. Yes, ma. She would do that. I'm going to start sharing them with you guys. She didn't send me one this week. <laughs> I don't want to. What did T's mom be, say? I want it to be authentic. So Affirmations I, from your mom. Exactly. Affirmations exactly. from your mom. I love it. And one of them I told her, I was like, dang, mom. And I was I went to sleep with that on my brain, too. And now every morning she's been doing it. But she skipped yesterday and today. I love it. But yeah, I talk to my mom almost every day. I try to speak to her every day. That's, That's what's up. Yep. I talk to my mom every day too. Good. Yeah. Good. I, I know do, y'all are like, who I do the not. fuck is I, Anthony? I do not talk to my mom every day. Okay, do you want to talk to her every day? No. And she's okay. probably going to listen to this. But, 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 but those, she knows. And for those who don't know who Anthony is, I'm a young, handsome <laughs> gentleman, age 38, you know, <laughs> light skinned with a, with a pretty face. Y'all, random. I, I'm, this, I promise you, this was not planned. No nothing. We, Anthony is random. Appreciate Anthony's presence. This is nice. Thank you. <laughs> We're having a good time. You're so wholesome. This is nice. <laughs> no, and I. Th- no, nah, this is fun. This is random. Okay. Yeah, and I feel so welcome when you guys are like, you want to be a co. I'm like, okay, sure, because I'm just gonna tune in and just listen, because. Africa didn't want me in the studio. She'd like go downstairs and come back. Well, she was she trying to respect our nice time. She was respecting us. She was respecting our time. But I was like, can I just come just to watch? I was, I'm fine. I just wanted she to She said, watch you got to ask them. I was like, all right. Like, don't put that on me. And then y'all were like, okay, sure. Then the young lady here, what's your name? Dory. Did I invite him to be a part of it? Not today. I cannot with y'all. What? Yeah, another person yeah, that yeah. said that? You said you want to be a, a random co-host? I was oh, the person I think that she initiated was, that. Please. My stomach hurt. Y'all making me laugh. Y'all, it's been a week. <laughs> It's, it's been a lot. I know it's Tuesday, but I'm not sure if I was the person that initiated that. You said one day you like, no, you. I think she was speaking like in general, like have having random hosts that'll be oh, a good idea oh, one day. Oh, okay. okay. But hey, you jumped on it. Yeah. I'm fucking with your confidence, bro. I can't Thank today. you. What's up next? What's up next? Good in the hood. I got a oh, good one. Good. I got a good one. So, guess who's coming to New York? Who? <laughs> a, a, a full a tribe called West Moment. To take my job. A full a tribe called West Moment, sort of. The Who? marathon store. And it continues. What dates they coming? Because when you sent me that, I said, oh. Girl, I'm so excited about this. You know that line gonna be around the corner though. But we gonna be one of them people in that co- in that line around the corner. Did you guys though. ever go to the marathon store in LA? Yes, we did. Wow. I w- again, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. If he was alive, I still would. I wish. I wish I'd gone if he was still alive. Yeah. But you know. And the ironic part is I was always a fan of Nipsey Hussle. When he came to New York to do a show. Which one? 
at the Gramercy Theater. He did two shows in the same night back to back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was there. Because, but I missed them both because I was doing my, own, my other internet radio show I do out in Jersey okay. on Monday night. So I missed it. So I said, I can't make the first. I'll try to get the one, the later show. Mm-hmm. But then they were both sold out. And I was like, I'll see him when he comes back to New York. Aww. Yeah. R.I.P. Nip. So the pop-up is going to be the day after Thanksgiving. So Friday, uh, the 29th, November 29th, through Sunday, um, December 1st. And it's going to be, it's in Lower Manhattan, so 430 West 15th Street. Mm-hmm. That's the good and the good. I'm sure they're going to be dropping new. That's fucking great in the hood. Yeah, you know they're going to. Yeah, Yeah, I hope I can get something. Yeah, you know that line. It's going to be, the lines are going to be crazy. They're going to be lining up. It's like a Black Friday. So they're going to be lining up after that. So yeah. If even if I don't get anything or if it's not what I want, I want to still go and support. Yeah, the online store is still open too. So it definitely and is. And I'm thankful that I've I got stuff before his passing and stuff. Yeah. I know they're gonna drop and support some, it. Yeah, and they're gonna drop some new fire, which I'm excited about because I was so mad that I, I didn't get to get anything something. of that Puma release. Like yes. it sold it out in gone. like literally like ten seconds. Wow. It was gone. It was because gone so quick. And I'll say this again to the man's credit and who he was. I was never the biggest Nipsey. When I say this, I was always a fan of Nipsey Hussle's music. Mm-hmm. But again, he wasn't the greatest lyricist to me, but he made good music. Okay. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize that you don't have to be the superstar lyricist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To then to make good songs. And what I don't like is people who now want to dick ride and want to say, oh, they were these Nipsey. You didn't know who the man was. Y'all yeah. wasn't these fans. But I do appreciate that they are enlightened of who he was. But, and, and, my, but and, no, and I bought. think that that's great. It's sort of like with Biggie and Pac. They make them out to be bigger than... Don't, I'm not saying that these brothers weren't talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's the way how now we should, we should honor them when they're around. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. And I, and I think yep. that's the problem with a lot of us as human beings. Mm-hmm. We appreciate people when they're dead. Yeah. Because I think cause with death comes notoriety. Yeah. And, that's you know, what anything though, especially anything. in the art world, right? Yep. Your art is it becomes way it appreciates in value when you die, mm-hmm. which is what we see happening with Nipsey Hussle. Yep. I don't remember many pop-ups from the marathon store coming to New well, York City or even being a traveling thing. Which I'm so happy that they're able to, you know, um, continue this legacy and his family's able to make money off of this. But it is a little like, damn. Why weren't y'all showing love when he was alive? Right, it's always like that. The message though. was it's the not, same. Yeah. The message has been and the same. And it's going to continue to be the same. Yeah. yeah. It's always been the marathon continues, yeah. you know? Like I said, I mean, again, because to let the people know who I am, my background is I've had radio shows. I mean, I'm not a, I don't know it all. I don't plan on I don't want to know it all. Because mm-hmm. if I knew it all, I wouldn't be here with you ladies. Mm-hmm. And what I'm trying to say is that the show I had done called Air to the Streets when I was at Kane University in Jersey with my partner, DJ Absurd, who's also my best friend. It was basically some underground hip hop show and it was to promote new artists and on the underground. Don't get me wrong, That's if we had dope. a chance to interview Jay Z or Nas, we were gonna do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Sort of like what Sway and Tech did on the West Coast. Yes. Sort of like stretching Bob here on the East Coast. Yeah. Now, the whole goal of the show was again to promote the underground and that's what I plan to do if I have a show here on this station. Okay. With that being said You will though, speak it into existence, the power of the tongue. Thank you very much. And so and with that being said though, the whole goal of it was to promote the underdog and I was like, We were spinning this man's record before who he was. And then now it's like, that's why when people want to talk about how um, there's no new good music out there, no new good artists, like, we were giving you that before yep. Hot 97 and Power 105 yep. were. And that's the goal, I think, of it. And I think, like I said, a lot of people want to now recognize the man now that he's gone. But 
Look at all the stuff the man had so much material he was doing when he was alive. Yeah, he gonna she, have it past this. You know what I've had to learn though is like everybody doesn't necessarily have that passion for music or that love for music like that. So if you're if you don't have that passion, you're not searching to find out right. what you're like. Most people are surface level music lovers and listeners, and are into fads. And yeah, and are into fads and trends. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna know what's going on in the underground if that is not if you're not That's heavily not scene. interested and committed mm-hmm. into right. knowing. And to what you said too somebody else told me that one time they're like a lot of times people only know what's spoon fed to them yep and that a lot of times the average person's musical experience begins at about 10 or 11 years old and it ends at 25 and why that is because about when you're 25 because when you're 25 you're done with high school and college and now you got to get a real job and work and then it's when you start making a family so now you don't have the time to search and look for the music. And like you have to search and look to, yeah, get, the to, to, to get the new stuff. Yeah. And as you just said, if, if it's just a, if you're just a, a on the surface listener, mm-hmm. not everyone after remember is going to be like me to want to search and dig yep. and, lo- and love hip hop. Yep. And that's the one thing what I've come to realize is that I can't expect you to love something the way I do. And I've learned that just because you might not know or love something doesn't mean that you can't learn to know and love it or yep. expose you to it. And that's yep. the one thing I think a lot of, I've come to realize that is that in life, this is why I've come to realize is that you have to forever be a student of life and someone to learn. Yep. Because when you say you know it all, as if it stops with you and then you can't grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't do even college professors who have their doctorates have to continue to learn. You have mm-hmm. to. Because you'll be stuck like, okay, like. Yep. And music is regional too. So if you're a surface level listener, you're only hearing, I mean, I don't want to say radio is dead, but a lot of people, unless you are in like a, a like a, a L.A. where you drive and you're listening to the radio in your car, people that ride the train, they're not necessarily listening to the radio unless they're listening to like interviews and stuff like that. But if you're listening to the radio or the DJs that play in your region, you're only listening to music like new mm. music that's coming from that place. So we were privileged to be on Nipsey way back when because we from LA. But right. also because I was I was in that area. So yeah. I originally grew saying. up in Baldwin Hills, but like yeah. when I moved off of Don Tomasa, like off of Crenshaw and Stockard, that's his hood over there. Yeah. It was like it, it wasn't forced on me, but that's what was in over there. Yep. So I'm like, who is this Nipsey Hustle? Like I be seeing his mi- his mixtapes and everything. Yep. Like uh, bullets ain't got no names and I just kept listening to it then and I was into mixtapes then so I went hard with it but if I had been out here and I wasn't put put in my face like that and I wasn't living in that area I would have never got onto it right. and same for me my friends that went to Crenshaw from his hood mm-hmm. I was put on that I went to Dorsey High School mm-hmm. I'm in that area right. so even before he became before his music was on the radio People was passing out his mixtapes. Yep. Right. He know, was passing out he his was fucking fa- mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. but I'm saying I didn't get a mixtape from him, but yeah. I'm just saying being in that area, you know, I understand what we're six degrees what of separation. Yep. We're going to hear it. We're right. going to hear and it. That, if you wasn't hearing it, you were seeing it. Yeah. Right. And that's the way how it was for me here growing up in the New York, New Jersey area. I was used to seeing certain guys around the way, like yep. Royal Flesh and Half of these underground people, like Immortal Technique. Who like he isn't on mainstream radio, but he had the, like the biggest name on the underground. Like mm-hmm. he had the show next week on the 30th at PlayStation Theater. Wow. So like and like he has a name. And like I remember when the guy it was the other day. It was 16 years since his first album came out, and I remember buying that from him from his backpack at one of these open mics. Wow. And now he's at the PlayStation Theater. That's yeah. dope. Or wow. sort of like even the the young girl. I don't know if you ladies watch Wildin' Out on MTV. Just I used to. The white girl Justina with the red hair. Nah, I, don't um, know who I know she who you're is. talking about. Yes, Again, she has something coming out. 
I, I remember when she was no one, and she would pass out her mixtapes like 10 years ago. Wow. Wow, that's but, crazy. Was, but like you said. So acknowledge people while they're here, and um, as mm. as all of us have heard somebody say older than us, like you're worth more than you're worth more when you're dead or something like that. You're I worth don't more even than think when you're dead than when you are alive. When you are alive, yeah. and I don't even think that's only like money wise, but that's just like character wise and what your 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 footprint that you left on this earth. But mm-hmm. um, long live Nip Hustle. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely be at that pop up shop. We're gonna be there together, right? Bundled up. Yep. The marathon continues. Can Cannot I join y'all? wait. Huh? Can I join y'all? Yeah, pull up. <laughs> pull up. Uh, pull up. Right. What's your good in the hood, T? So my good in the hood today is going to come again from the Brooklyn area, Bed-Stuy area. Yes. Um, I went to a meeting today, and um, the information will be posted when we let this episode out, of course. Yep, in the description box. In the description box. box. Thank you. Mm. And so basically, it's where you bring $14, and um, you get a box of all types of Thanksgiving goods. So it's going to be canned goods, stuffing, turkey, nice. um, a drink. I'm pretty sure it'll, it'll be like a, a powder mixture drink. Mm-hmm. But it's. I think it's nice that you can go there and give this $14 because not everybody is looking for an actual handout mm-hmm. and they have a little something to give. Yeah. And so that'll be really good. I thought that that was great when I heard about that because mm-hmm. I heard a lot of the students were like, oh, I'm going to be interested now. Their parents were like, I'm going to be interested in that. Mm-hmm. And me sitting in a meeting, I was just like, okay, yeah, I have to spread this good word. Yeah. So it'll be next week. But mm-hmm. again, we'll put that in the description box for the address. And mm-hmm. what's what the you- name of the program? I can't even remember the program. Y'all gonna get all that in that description box. All right. <laughs> Damn. And I was reci- and I thought about it when I was just in the bathroom. I can't even remember it. It's cool. It's gonna be in the description box. You got a good in the hood. You wanna promote yourself? Oh well. You could be the good in the hood. Oh. Even though it ain't our hood. <laughs> well, what was good in the hood this week is that I got to see a young man who went and who went above and beyond and he helped out an older person who would fall in down and he, oh, and he got I love him. that. And it was just like, that's something that was beautiful. You're, hearing, you're seeing people do something positive, picking somebody up, the yeah. woman fell down, he, and he walked and he walked, into the gro- walked her home and everything. Wow. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. Where was this at? It was right here in Corona, Queens, in my neighborhood. Okay. I love that. I feel like I never see stuff like that. No, and if you do, somebody always has to tape it. Like I like I like to live in the moment mm-hmm. and acknowledge that person right then and there. Yeah. Or you know what? I feel like I I don't see stuff like that um so often that if something like that were to happen, I would be skeptical about it, which <laughs> right. is kind of sad. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to hear you say that is so beautiful, but then it's like if somebody walked up to me and I fell, I'd be like, I'm good. Like that would be my <laughs> that would be my knee jerk reaction to be like, Nah, I'm good. Don't help me. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, somebody's just being nice. So that's so nice. Yeah, when you see, this is what I try to tell people is that you mentioned Bed-Stuy, but how long have you ladies been in the New York area? Five years for me. Six okay. years. I'll be seven years in February. Uh, so, y'all, so yeah, y'all weren't here back in the 90s when stuff was, was real. I was barely. Uh, nah. Uh, again, like I said, I'm 38 years old. So I was here, New York undercover days. That's what New York looked like back in the day. So, mm-hmm. I, so, I, so, I, so I lived it. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is that to see how the neighborhood has changed and it's like, and this is my thing again. I ha- I'm not a racial person, but I speak the truth. The only time the Caucasians came into places like Bedford Stuyvesant and Harlem were these five reasons. They were either police officers, school teachers, mm. EMT workers, firefighters, or they were looking to score dope. It's mm. sad, sad to say. Mm-hmm. Because the joke used to be if you, were in a, if you were heading uptown and if you're a person of color and you're looking for a seat because the head out of the subways is crowded, yeah. stand in front of a white person. You know they're getting up by 96th Street. And always remember this. Words and just have truth hidden underneath. Say it again. Words and just have truth hidden underneath. Mm-hmm. 
that's like me saying, with them braids, you're looking like Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Now, you, my, no, do no, you what, mean that? Um, that's an example. What I'm oh, saying is because... I thought you were talking about my braids just now. Because well, you have braids like she do. Now, my point is... My is, braids do not look like Whoopi Goldberg. She got locks. I, I, right. I feel what you're saying. What I'm saying is, is that... Now, if I was to say... I'm playing with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not, but, but if I was to say you look like Sinead O'Connor, it's like... I would prefer like a Shanene. All right. Martin. Okay. Thanks. If, if, if that, or Coco, the girl from um, Yo-Yo. She played the girl Coco, you know, the, her, her homegirl. Yeah. Don't nobody know me like my homies. Because Yo-Yo's from L.A. like y'all. Yes. Auntie Yo-Yo. She went yeah. to Washington Prep. Did she? Yep. Oh, wow, I learned something new. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just nah, but to L.A. Let It's true. <laughs> she, no, she is. For real. No, no, I, 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 I ain't going to front the joint she had with Ice Cube back in the day. You what? can't play with my Yo-Yo. Yeah. That reminds me of my mama. down girl on my team. The Bonnie and Clyde theme. That was hey. my shit. <laughs> we going to have to have Anthony for more music conversations. Yeah, he's good with it. But, um, but really what I'm saying is, is that a lot of times when people make jokes, I tell people you have to still be careful what you're saying because yeah. and with comedians, that's good because they can get to the heart and like, damn, that is true. Yeah. When you really sit back and you think about it. It's like, or another example is that's like me going to saying, watch out for her. She's a liar. Huh, huh. Now, do you know what the term liar means? People just say it and they don't, and they're not really thinking that when you say liar, I mean the person has no word, no character. Yeah. They, they, they are, um, they have no honor. Now, if I say you're a kidder, that's something totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like somebody saying somebody's a racist as opposed to being prejudiced. Mm-hmm. Everybody's prejudiced to something. You could be prejudiced against people who wear glasses. Yeah. But it's a different story if you're talking about blowing up the optical center. Yeah. Now you're talking a totally, a totally different thing. Well, yeah. Or like Pepsi and Coke. I prefer Coke over Pepsi. Now, again, it's a different story if, I, if I'm talking about I want to blow up every Pepsi vending machine. Then there's, a little, then there's an issue there. Mm-hmm. And this is what I try to tell people. You have to be mindful of your words and what you're saying. I mean, we can't live our lives walking on eggshells, but you have to be cognizant. I agree. That's and, a word. And this is what I've come to realize. I'm like, look, some people are going to be overly sensitive, which we all are in our own right, but you've got to ignore and live and let live. But you have to know who to deal with and who not to deal with. Ain't none of us perfect. We all have our flaws and our faults. There are things I've done wrong, which if I could sit back and change the hand of time, I would do things differently. But we're here now. So what are you trying to do to move forward to make your life better? I feel like I'm sitting here talking to my uncle. He's giving me a word. Good in the hood, Thanksgiving man. Thanksgiving came early. It's just we don't have anything on um, the table here. I, lo- I just had me some baked turkey wings before I came up at this one soul food spot. Stop. I'm so hungry. Let, 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 let's so get we into went, Um, You want me to talk my shit? Do it. Go. Cause at first I didn't even have a talk my shit. It wasn't even bad, and I didn't want to talk about work. Mm-hmm. This bitch got on my nerves, but I'm gonna talk my shit today. So, you guys, when we record, it's literally like 18 minutes from my job. Like if we was to work, if we were to drive, it'll be like 18 minutes. But on the bus, it's like 22 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So the bus is like right by my job, right where we can go. Mm-hmm. So I walk. And I saw that the, it was in front of the stop. It was a U-Haul, a U-Haul um, truck there. Somebody's moving. Mm-hmm. So I saw that the bus was coming. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm on time. Like, it's here. I can hop right on. And um, where he, where the U-Haul is, again, he was blocking the bus stop. I didn't know if he could see me. Yes, I have on a brown teddy coat, but I may have blended in with my brown teddy coat. <laughs> and I didn't know, right? I can't. So I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm not on the actual corner, but I come before where the actual bus stop is because again, I'm on it the third time. The U-Haul um, van is the U-Haul truck or whatever the big shit is blocking the bus stop. 
So he goes past me and I do like the hands up, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, undecided hands. I'm like, what the fuck? But I, I said it to myself, but maybe he saw it in me. So I just, I, but I saw him walk. I mean, I saw him stop. So I walked to where he stopped. So I didn't even say something, nothing to him because in my head, I thought I was like, well, I'm grateful that he even stopped. And I'm glad because I didn't know if he saw me or not. Yeah. I get in, put my Metro card in. And I just, and I was about to walk, I was about to walk, um, you know, go sit down. Mm-hmm. He was just like, um, so while I'm walking, he was just like, yeah, because I'm not no taxi. Mm-hmm. Tola. He said, because I'm not no taxi. I don't know what this is, because it had to register me to what he said. I said, hold on. I walked right back on up to his little black ass, and I said, what did you say? You said you're not no taxi. Yo. I said, when I got up on here, did I ask you anything like that? Did I comment on how you... Pa- how, on and this how- for the MTA bus driver? Yes. That's what? a punk bitch. That's, this is the same shit I'm talking about. I said sorry. Now, he should have been a punk bitch. That other guy has called a punk bitch didn't, didn't um, deserve it. But this one deserved it, and I didn't even give him that energy. But he was not about to say, like, I'm not no taxi. Bitch, I didn't say if you was no taxi. I didn't ask you if you were a taxi. I actually got on grateful that you did stop. And I didn't say anything to you about it. But you talking about... yeah because I'm not no taxi. I said, Yo, they like be I coming said, with I said, what did you say? Yeah, for no fucking reason. And Yo. you don't know what I went through that day. Yeah, you don't this, know what I was packing. That's you don't know crazy. what I was ready for they, And you know say. why they do it? It's because they feel that because they know God forbid if you was to hit them or assault them, they're they going to fall out. He's asking fall, and they for try, it. And they would try to act like they in the right. But yeah. you know what, Anthony, when I was looking at him, I was just like, now if I was a black male, would you have tried that shit? No. Nope. Because I'm a woman, you want to try that shit. I'll still bust you in your fucking mouth. Anyway, he had that little he pissed me off. Protecting yeah, him. so and he all low in his seat, old fucking milk dud hat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was just like, did I say anything to you when I came up on here? I was like, I was grateful that you stopped. Don't run no shit talking about you not no taxi cab. And I just went to go sit down. So I made it, I made it a goal because I didn't want to look scary and I have to stop this. But I was like, let me sit right where this bitch is at so he can see I'm really about that shit. Don't try me. Like, what made him say that? I didn't come on there with no attitude. I was just grateful that he stopped again. Put wow. my metro card in and was minding my business. Yeah, because I'm not no taxi. I almost said what I do not like when girls say it, the SMD. I almost just said it. Because that's where he got me. That's where he got me. And I just got mad again. But that was that's me talking my shit. I'm mad. Oh, my God. I mean, wow. fucked up. I would have been hot, too. So I was on my shit. Like, I was on my mom's shit. Like, because she reports things. Like, she's like, go to the uh, A BBB. Yelper. Yeah. She's a Yelper. I'm a Yelper. And so I got the number of his bus. And I'm like, I got the time of the bus. But see, I, and, I, and I be stalling people out so much. I need to stop this. I thought to myself, like, what if he's on his last write-up? And something that I can let go. I report this, and this is the this is what they wait to make this man lose his job. Yeah. And we at this time of the year, but see, he needs to be mindful of things because you was just talking about mindfulness, right? Yeah. He needs to be mindful of how to speak to people, and when something is not said to you, mind your fucking business. Yeah. I always like. I gotta get on New York, y'all. Y'all, they make me so angry. Like, why did you do that? That was crazy. Oh, I just wanted to say, like, I noticed when a woman has her nails done, because my mama told me, she goes, if you see a woman and her nails aren't, aren't done, uh-huh. um, that means you don't know what the inside could look like. Oh, just remember that. Oh, Make my sure. poonanny? Like, everything? Yes. Oh, yeah. Or she could have not been able to <laughs> make it to her appointment. <laughs> I'm looking. It looked clean. That's Thank what I'm trying you. to say. I'm good. That right was now. nice. Thank you. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> Words mean things. You yes. said that. Yes. You can look at mine. They done. Uh, get Dory. You, 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 you did funny. it all quick and I didn't. Look at the hand. Look, Dory, do it again. They're clean. Of course they're clean. <laughs> do the hand. <laughs> 
Yeah, Ooh. I was mad. <laughs> Anthony got the words. Yeah, I actually don't have no shit to talk. I, I talked enough shit for you just now, and I, I was just yeah. You got some shit to talk, Anthony? Yeah, you know how we do. I had to. I, I myself had to handle a dude the other day. Tell us about handle. It. You got physical. With, with words and you know, fight. Funny. I love it. Y'all I have to, to see tell y'all this. I, I love seeing people from New York get into it. I don't know what it is, so but it's it's so aggressive. Yes. And you always think it's gonna be it's gonna worse, end worse than what it is. Yes. And it's literally like a then lot of times words. exchanging words, but it be so aggressive. Yeah. I myself, as you see, with my fatigue, I'm a skinny dude, but I'm gonna hold it down if need be. <laughs> You're like medium size. You're this size. Yeah. You're good build. You're not like super small. Thank You're not like you. scoop, Snoop Dogg skinny. Well, with that being said, thank you though for the compliment. But with that being said, <laughs> the other day I was at the Mercury Lounge and shout out to the, to the homie, the big homie, the rapper Master Ace from the Juice Crew. He had a show there at the Mercury Lounge. You know Lounge. your shit. You know your shit. And, and, and he's a friend. So long story short, they had the show up there at the Mercury Lounge up on Houston in Manhattan. And then they had this one white kid. He was there getting drunk and acting a fool, wilding out, doing stripperness. So my friend, he bumped into my friend, Jazz, and Jazz was like, he tell me, yo, if this dude bumps into me again, I'm smacking the shit out of him. So he told the kid, like, yo, what the hell is the problem? So long story short, whatever, I guess homeboy, that he finally got escorted out. And he was with another, the, the Caucasian kid, the white boy, he was with this black kid. Mm-hmm. So I told the, the black kid, I'm like, you better control your man. And what? he's like, what? Try to get him. I'm like, what the hell wrong oh. with you? Boy, I ain't the one. I'll smack the shit out you. But then the bouncer had to calm it down. I was like, yeah. what happened? I'm like, oh, dude, they're wilding out acting stupid, getting drunk. You have I to told let them, him know. You have to tell your man, like, yo, tell your man to calm out with the nonsense. Yeah, and people be thinking, I've been there. When you drunk, like, you're going to get a pass. And it's like, nah, nah you, oh, that's you can't act stupid. To, yeah, what? I don't care how drunk you are. Mm-hmm. And the ironic part is the other dude that nearly had an incident with the same white boy, this other white kid from Long Island, shout out to my, to my um. To my to, to the homie Pat, I ran into him at the Cormega show and out to Long Island the other day. I was like, Oh You'll wait, I remember out. you. Yeah, we remember you from the from the incident when we were about to knock out the dude, the homie Cat. We saw the dude. I'm like, Yeah, and he was even telling me like, Yeah, we were both about to smack that kid up. Yeah, it was like so. Then Ain't we, nothing like bonding over not liking somebody. <laughs> ass. I love that. <laughs> you be like, Fuck that nigga. I like yeah. that you controlled yourself. I think yes. we both controlled ourselves because yes. we could have really let both of them have it, but. We instead we came here today and we talked our shit about it, right? Yes, because I've realized what's the point of fighting and yes. carrying on because and, and talking shit is you know a form of therapy. And, and and what I've learned too is through the years is that people don't realize is that karate, boxing, and wrestling they teach you how to fight smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because a big person could probably throw throw any one of us here like a real large sized dude or woman. Yeah. Now with that being said though. But if you learn, but a smaller person knows karate, boxing, or wrestling knows how to fight smart and not let the anger get the best of them. Mm-hmm. They can control that. It's about harnessing that. And this is what I've learned over the years, even myself. And my, you can't let a situation bring you out of character. Mm-hmm. And this is why I've often learned this through movies. If you watch the, you, and you, have you ladies ever seen the Godfather movie? Yes. yes. Now you notice in the part one when you had the one Sonny, the oldest son, he was supposed don't to. Don't go take past the, part one for me, though. I don't. I've I don't seen know. them all, but okay. But, but but okay, but you saw part one. Yes. Sonny, the oldest son, was supposed to take over the family, but mm-hmm. then, but again, he was a hothead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The consigliere, the stepbrother, um, Tom, couldn't even talk to him at times because the way he would carry on, ready to go to war and fight, and then that led to his demise yeah. mm-hmm. because he was very ignorant and hot-headed. Yeah. Those types of people are the worst bosses and the worst dons. They fail. Yeah. And the point I'm making, but then his younger brother, um, Michael Corleone, which was played by Al Pacino, mm-hmm. yeah. he was more, but again, too, Michael went off to college, and he was in the military, in the Marines, so he knew how to control and, and handle certain things. Yeah. Had to, here's why you act a certain way. Here's how, why you have to strike a certain way. 
And remember, Sonny's illegitimate child in part three, Vincent, was also a hothead like the father. Yeah. But Michael mm. had to control him and calm him down and said, here's why you have to do it a certain way. He came, he always, um, his perspective was always coming from like a strategy point right. of view. Like, yep. we're not going to react in the moment. Yep, Let's exactly. think about this. Let's sit and think about this. And that's what they always say. When you said it, you meant it. Yeah. Remember what in part three, when they mm. were in the chopper, when they're heading to Atlanta City, he's like, um, he, and the, the nephew's like, we have to take him out now. He tells him, never hate your enemy. It clouds your judgment. Yep. And it's true. Mm-hmm. And, I learned, and this is why I tell people you can learn a lot from these gangster movies and you watch certain things. You seriously sound like my dad right now, but You have to sometimes. Continue. This is why, I, and this is what I've learned over the years, because I read and I study. Because the only way to, ha- to, um, to have knowledge, you have to have knowledge of yourself. And especially as people of color, know who know you are. Yourself. Yeah. Know, know yourself. Know yourself. Yeah. I always say you that. To, and, and this isn't just for people of color in general. We must know ourselves. Know mm-hmm. who you are. Love who you are. Like who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. Know your faults. Know what you can, what you're capable of. Yep. Because knowledge of self, kind, and being aware of your surroundings is the only true means of liberation for a human being. That's the only way you'll be free. Come on, Anthony. Come on. You sounded like the RZA right now. Come on. You can be free. And that's what people don't realize. You just want to come up in there and do, no, you have to. Don't get me wrong. I like to get 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 down and have my two-step and do a little and do my you dance. You like to get a little ghetto? Yeah, I, I a little like dash. Term, term ghetto. I like to say I like to have fun and enjoy life. But, you know, I have my hood my hood ways and hood moments. But there's a time. Don't we all. Ghetto is different from ghetto, though. But I'll explain later. Go ahead. <laughs> but there's a time and place for everything I try to mm-hmm. I've learned. It's like. When you're in the when I'm in the street, it's always I'm all mental, Reverend Low, because you know I'm always I'm always in polo. <laughs> I'm part of shot to the low lives. He's in it now, y'all. Okay. And then, but then as I've but then when I'm in certain situ- situations around, you have to act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Like when you want that job, you have to wear the shirt and tie. No one needs to know when you're in the street that you. We were like, just talking about that, that on that, our last that podcast. That, you, that you that you're a that you're a hip hop junkie or like you're, you're about to fight and brawl in the street. No one needs to know that. Mm-hmm. When you're in certain situations, you act and conduct yourself a certain way. Preach. Okay. Thank you. And that's what people have to learn to understand and realize. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll so nice meeting you. Yeah, oh, it very is. Very nice meeting you ladies, too. Yeah. You guys, randomly, we were about to start our session, and we had a knock on the door, and it was answered. And Anthony was first asked to go downstairs and just wait until our session ended. And he was just like, fuck it, I'm ass. Well, can, can I sit in? We said, well, all right, we guess. It's a light show today. Then he's like, well, well can I, I'll just join. Can I join? Do y'all mind? <laughs> y'all, he was walking already over to sit down oh, and grab his mic and, get, and was ready. Because when one of y'all were like, I suggest y'all go like, okay, if you want, I can come now. Was like, okay. she was just so you was cool. like, but I was listening too. I didn't want to look at him while you was talking to him. Because <laughs> he was like, well, but you said eight. And she starts to explain. I could just say your name, can I? Okay. He already said it. We've already went through this oh, whole yeah. podcast oh, already. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no, correct me. Isn't it um af- um Africa? Africa, Africa. Okay, but you said Africa. It's cool. Yeah. It's still a beautiful name, right? Yeah. So Africa was like, you know, you can go downstairs and whatnot. And so that's when he came over. I just lost it because I sat over there asking if it's okay to say her name. But yeah, y'all, he sat down and he's um he's all in now. Yeah. He's all in. Yeah. But thank you again, Anthony, for joining us. Uh, thank you for letting me stay. Like, no, because it's very, I think it's very important, the vibes you get off of people and how they conduct themselves. You felt our vibes from behind the door? I did when I came in. I knew the good vibes. No, nah, it's good vibes. Door. It's good vibes. And the main thing I like about this place, y'all got turntables for when my DJ come. That's, that's our girl here. It is. So you only are? Thing, only thing we, we got to get is just the record turntable, like some t- Technique 1200s or some Geminis, but we working on that. 
<laughs> y'all, this is Thumbs all. Up. He gave it a this is up, all y'all. organic, for real, for I real. I promise, and it's random, but it's good. But this, and this is what I try to, but what I try to tell people is that, and I think a lot of times, even when in a club or a bar setting, a lot of times men go in with the impression that they got, they got that they got to bag something in the club, mm-hmm. or some women too feel that same way. You can go and you can become friends with somebody. Like, and, and a shout out to my friend Arshel, who and her and I, we've been friends since 2005. The whole either or neither, and I got that from her. Okay. Okay. Because you learned something from your friends. Good. Yeah, nah, so we be, good like, I remember the joke when I got to talk to her when we first started meeting, because as a man, she was an attractive girl, and I'm trying to see what I could get. And I remember she was like, yeah. Most she, y'all do, shot. she was like, she's like, yeah. I, she goes, she, she said, when I saw him, she was like, oh, he's an attractive dude, but I think he a male whore. He black and Chinese and looking like Pharrell. This you know, that, I looked at your last name, and I was going to ask you that. Yeah. 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 yeah, my family's from the island of Trinidad. Had two black grandmothers, two Chinese grandfathers. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, and then the young lady, she tells me this, and then like, but from that point, it's always been a standing joke. And I, and since we've become friends, I tell her about girls I've bagged or situations and like, vice versa. And again, she has two beautiful children. One son's in high school now. Her other daughter, I think, is in junior high. Like, okay. And, over, and we actually became friends. We talked, we called each other on holidays, Christmas, how are you, how are the kids, how's the family. And what my point is, is that you can still go out to a club of bond. You can become friends with somebody, but you don't go with the intentions of wanting to bag something. You go with there to have fun. And that's what I think a lot of people don't realize. Oh, I do, because I like to get dressed. I like to do my makeup and go out. And um, I also like to be acknowledged. You ain't got to ask for my number, but I like I like a compliment or two. And that's true, because even when I went out to um, the spot, out in, I was in Connecticut the other day, because my homeboy invited me. I lived in Connecticut to some, to a day party. You be out. I've never been to Connecticut. Yeah, that, that, I've been that, once. Certain parts. And it's so close. Certain parts of Connecticut, they get bowed out there. Don't get it twisted. Bowded. I believe that. You know, like if you ever watch Gangland on the History Channel, uh-huh. we talk about the um the the gang in Hartford, the Los Salitos, I think it was. Salitos. No, it's a, it's a Spanish gang. Mm-hmm. They like the Latin kings are like the Bloods and Crips. Like okay. They taking the I bias. believe it. It's a hood everywhere. Look. Yeah, Hartford, Connecticut, I think, had like the highest crime rate per capita in the United States. I don't doubt really? it. But um, but that's another topic. But okay. what I'm saying is, so we went out there, there were, and I felt, the, I seen this young, one young lady, she, but she was with a friend. I knew, I knew not for nothing, I know she was checking the kid out. She was peeping me. All right. Because you had your polo on. Of course. Low life. Course. Double L, two L's up. <laughs> so this, nah, shorty comes up, and so then I, and when she's by the bar, I saw some trying to spit my game. And she, I could tell she was feeling the kid, but then when I went back to talk, she was with a friend. Because I guess I didn't have a wingman with me. My boy was with me, but he was in the corner chilling. Shit, there was on that funny style stuff. So I'm like, I ain't about to sweat no one, so leave them alone. It is what it is. My point is, is that you have to know when to hold them, when to fold them. Like Hello. Kenny Rogers. I think that's the, the country singer. <laughs> we getting all these isms from Anthony that I think we're going to just skip the tap in and like, IGMS. you know. Do you guys get phone calls in? No, we, we don't. Just, we but we were just about talking that. about that. Uh, moving on to our next segment, we would like to start having people call in for our roomie reports. Uh, is there a number they could call in? Oh, perfect. For few, yeah. No, no, because for few, you got to... You got to come back. You know you're going to come back, right? You're going to come back, yeah. yeah. You're, you good. You're funny. Yeah, so what we want is we want people to call in for our roomie reports. So we call our listeners our roomies, mm-hmm. um, and we just answer questions, and it could be advice. They could be giving us advice. 
we just talking to the people that listen. Y'all are mad chill. Like when my mom comes up here next week to visit, yo, y'all got y'all got to meet her. Y'all Where's your cool. mom coming from? She lived up here for now. She lives in North Carolina. Okay, not when, far. Yeah, when she comes up next week for Black Friday, I, I should be off from work. If I am, we can. We're gonna go out. Yeah, yeah on some real talk. You yeah, know? serious. But y'all are y'all are cool as hell. Like, Thank yeah, you. you cool too. Like, uh, you, it's weird. Like, where you could just some people you just hit it off with. Like, yeah. yeah. This reminds me back when I was in Vegas. These two Spanish girls I met, who I became really good friends with, and now y'all are black. You know. So, and it's, nah, y'all, it's like want some. You like, got your Spanish ones now. You got your black ones. And it's weird of late here. Um, a lot of girls I've been become friends with who are sisters. They all got a third sister I've yet to meet. But like, no, but like they've all been like, yeah, it's like wow. I've noticed that. It's like it, it was the it, the third set was just the, like a couple when I went to the one of the free concerts in the park. Uh huh. Oh okay. And it's like we. It was like weird. And they all and they were all mad chill. Which park? Wingate. In on um, Manhattan, it was one of those free summer stage concerts. Okay. Oh okay. So it was. One, um, it was it was the Sp- it was um La India the Spanish singer, she she does like I'm not familiar South. but I I know the um because summer stage because since Thank you. yeah because since you ladies are from L A I know here in New York it's more Puerto Ricans and Dominicans L A is more Mexican yes, yes. and that, people from Central America right. in general we, yeah. we got Central Americans up here but I know mm-hmm. L A is more Mexican dominated yeah. it, like. It in wouldn't be L.A. without, without Mexican Black love, brown pride, and the sex six Yeah. Keith Wilson, God, see us all broken on some bullshit. That's all I can remember now, but to live and die in L.A. Yes. Because, no, because this is what I've noticed, because a lot of times when you think of the United States, usually when we talk about race, it's usually black and white. But depending on what region you're from, because in the South, with the exception of Florida and Texas, mm-hmm. they don't know what a Hispanic or an Asian is. Not nope. that they don't know what it is, but they're not, not used familiar. to seeing it. You're not yeah. familiar. Because I had a friend of mine who was an educated brother. He went to UNC. Mm-hmm. And he said that he didn't know what a Puerto Rican was until he came to New York. Not that he didn't know what it was. That's the exaggeration. But he never came encounter with any. Yeah. Until he came to New if York. If I did, I didn't know. Now I know right. how to um, separate and, the two. And I've heard here where Pacific Islander people, I know people that have never met someone that is like from Hawaii or they're Polynesian. Wow. Right. Or where us, because that's on the side of the world where we're from, mm-hmm. we know tons of Samoans, Tongans, yep. and you I, know, Pacific Islander people. That's and, that's and this is why a lot of times when we're there to say somebody's prejudiced or ignorant, ignorant, everybody's ignorant to something. Cause the true yes. meaning is lack of knowledge, not knowing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you see they're ignorant, it's your job, you have the knowledge, you educate them. You don't say, oh, well, that I easy. got the knowledge. Um, and and they yeah, don't I'm going to keep it. Yeah. Because yeah. no, that's how ignorance spreads. Yeah. And yet, this is what I've learned is that you are talking. He's talking about everything that we've talked about on past segments. Because yeah. remember, I think that was one of my complaints about it was one the of my, talk, my shits. Yeah. yeah. And I gave an example about it and how somebody tried to she instead of correcting me or, or letting me tell her how I was now enlightened about it. It was like you didn't know what that meant. But go ahead. And then, and this is why because and why I used the Hispanic as the example because here in the hood. Blacks, Puerto Ricans, we live usually side by side in a lot of neighborhoods. Uh-huh. And a lot of times when we before, a lot of people who aren't educated will just say it's a bunch of them Puerto Ricans over there and the blacks, which is fine. But what I mean, because usually ni- I'd say 90% of the time you'd be right because most of the Hispanics were Puerto Ricans. Now mm-hmm. we've got a lot of Dominicans here. Mm-hmm. Whereas somebody in L.A. said that they more they say blacks and Mexicans. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I see, I learned something new. Yeah. And this is what I mean. It's about, and I think a lot of that has to do with regions and where you're from and what you're used to seeing. Definitely. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. And out of New York, Queens is the most diverse borough. Cause you have everything from native tribes and all of that. Whereas, and like I was telling you ladies before that, when you came to certain parts of New York, there were white people in New York who never been to Bedford Stuyvesant. Yeah. But all of a sudden now, because there's mon- there's um it's the place to be. Oh, they coming over here like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And again, I say this 
and people want to say I'm being biased, but I speak truth. And, from, and as I gave the example of why they used to come over here, people in general only come by if they know they can make a dollar. If there's no money, they have no reason to come by here yeah. or see anything. Down the town in New Jersey called Asbury Park for years was called the crumbling city by the sea. Now, Bruce Springsteen, he's from Freehold, but he got to start in Asbury, which is about 20 minutes from Freehold. He used to perform out there just back in like the 60s and the 70s when he was coming up. Then Asbury, quote unquote, went down because another element moved in. And it was a, and it be, another it, element. And it became a predominantly black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Now, in the past 10 years, gentrification has come to Asbury. Mm-hmm. I went there the other day because my homeboy and I was going down. He goes, we're going to this club in Asbury. And I'm like, Asbury? We, we, do I got to bring the burner with me? Right. That's what I'm first thinking. <laughs> so, again, Asbury Park is only like no more than two square miles. Mm-hmm. So we went down and going, we going through the hood, then we get to the waterfront part, and I'm like, they cleaned that whole place up. Him and I was in the club. We was going down like the Jersey Shore, but it is the shore, but like, we were the only brothers in the club. I was like, shit, they cleaned up that whole boardwalk strip. Again, all before that place used to be abandoned. I'm, I kid you not. The only time that thing was popping that beach was during Greek Fest. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean for the actual Greek people, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. For Greek Fest. That yeah. thing was popping. Yeah. But at the same time, going to the one in Asbury, that Greek Fest, you had a chance of getting shot or stabbed or mugged. You, it's better you went to the one in Philly. That Greek Fest was off the hook. But, and, but as a man, I'm going to Greek Fest. I'm, I'm, I have other things I'm looking at. You know? Of course. You know? You're but, looking for women. Yeah. But Speaking <laughs> of women, not to cut you off, because we only have like a couple, a little more. But um, while, so you told us a little about, so you told us where you're from already, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do for a living? Oh, for a living right now, I was a New York City substitute school teacher. I was working with transit, but that transit, they, they screwed me over. They did me a dirty, but we ain't going to rehinish the past. So right now I work <laughs> in a group home and I work as, and I, I'm also working as a caseworker. Oh, nice. Okay. But I'm going back to school again because I want to become a full-time school teacher. That's really my heart and passion is. Where are you going to school? Well, I haven't started yet, but okay. I am. But I went for my undergraduate at Kane University, which I got my undergraduate in, in mass communication and history. Then when I got my master's in public administration. Okay. Kane University in Union, New Jersey, where I was on WKNJ on their radio station for a little bit. And I loved it there. And I want to continue that experience that I learned from there and bring it over to here. to break Yeah, because you're so radio. Yeah, you're, you're, you're so radio. Yeah. And I, and I like good vibes and dealing with good people. Same here. Yeah. Because, and that's the one thing I think people don't realize is that when you're in a good environment and we're right here overlooking Manhattan. A, beautiful, a beautiful view, view, you guys. I wish you well, could see it. View. I got to yeah. snap it one day. So I think this is something that we should all look yeah. to, work on. And, and how did you hear about Breakbed? Through Facebook, I got in an inbox on something talking about how if you're looking for the greatest place to, for a studio and do a podcast or a show. It, it ain't safe, but in the writing, and not in those exact words. Come through people. advertising, yes. okay? So then I, and then the last time, I had set the appointment with the young lady, I believe, but I had to cancel it. And then I got an email back saying, you want to reschedule? I'm like, I bet. The follow-ups, don't they work? They're the best. Yeah. And That's so what's they were, up. They were very nice. And look know? at it. Now you want a show. Yeah. So you're willing to. So right now you are based out. You live in Jersey, right? No, I live in Queens. In Queens. I'm sorry. Because and again, a lot of people in New York have this thing that Jersey and Connecticut or Long Island are these distant lands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it feels certain, like it. Depending on where you're going in Jersey. Long Island. And depending on where you're going out in Long Island, some places actually closer to Manhattan and come from the Bronx or some mm-hmm. parts of Brooklyn. Okay. It, so dep- Absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Depending on where, depending on where you come from. If you're going to like Union City, West New York, that part of Jersey. You could be in Manhattan in less than 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Of yeah. those minivans and buses. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody coming from Bensonhurst and Brooklyn. Yeah. Or coming from Gun Hill in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. coming from Jamaica, Queens. Huh, huh. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway. but I must say they got the banging soul food restaurants out there in South Jamaica. I ain't going front. They got the banging soul food spots. Do we have time for a roomie report? We do. Yes. 
So you guys will hear from Anthony again. But uh, Anthony, you have kids? No children. Okay. Uh, ladies, I'm single. You know, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot your shot. It would it be? Would you, would you like Anthony long walks in the park or? Tell us. I, I believe that on a first date, no man should have to spend more than 20 bucks. And what that means is, I, l- <laughs> let me finish. Anthony, twenty dollars. Can you first listen? D, please listen. Okay. What that means Nobody is that you don't have free. To that is a fucking free date out of me, bro. I'm t- <laughs> no, no, no. What no, it no, means no, no, is no. that you don't have to spend a lot of money to have a good time. True. I but agree. Not on the first. You can do something simple, like as we said, long walks in the park. You got the museum, which is free. Mm-hmm. You got Grey's papaya. I get a hot. Two Are hot you dog. testing her by giving? Yes. This, oh, because what okay. it is is that I don't know you. And, that, and what I'm saying is as I get to know you, then I'm going to spend more. Like, some of you have been dating for like two, three years. They deserve vacations or the horse and carriage ride or the boat ride because you've met them, known them uh, long enough. That's a, that's a, that's actually like, I, I don't expect that out of a date, like a whole horse and carriage ride and all of that. Like, unless you're about to propose or something. I don't know, something romantic like that. But I think, I don't know. It's cool because I feel the same way about dates. You don't have to spend as much money. I'm not. Remember that debate on Twitter? Was it the $200 date yeah. or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I don't. Like that's that's overdoing it. I don't mind it, but it's overdoing yeah, because it. As but I get, $20 because just a lot of times, a lot of dudes. What are we eating? A lot of hot dogs. A lot, you got grapes papaya, two hot dogs and a soda for $5, and I get the bottle of water. So I this is how dog. I feel about um, a first date, right? I think you need to be gauging what the person likes. So I don't think you should be even coming at a date as being like, I'm only spending this much, what it, no, right? What, what, no. So you don't have to spend anything. But if you've had a few conversations, whether it be via text, over the phone or whatever, and you find what that person likes or is into, it can be free. Or it could be $200. And, and, I don't think agree. it matters. And, and to what you're saying okay. is, what I'm saying is that a lot of times guys get into this stuff about how if I spend all this money and the girl don't give me none, I'm like, they want to get mad. But I'm like, did the girl put a gun in your head? No, no. you no, decided. No, 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 Exactly. Did the girl put a knife to your neck? No. You made that choice. Don't be mad. Cause looking like you did something nice for the person. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell a lot of times young brothers and even, and even young men, I tell them you don't have to spend all this money. Let you don't have to, but then there's but, but, people that have the capacity to do that, and $200 is like spending $2. Right. So and, to, and, I'm, I'm, and I'm not against it. it. Yeah. No, no, I'm not against it now, but my whole thing with it is I try to tell people, just remember how, don't be mad at the end of the day. Yeah, a if you of, don't get none. Right. The whole point is that, and if you have to get to know the person, let them get to know you. Absolutely. I mean, so men to, spend money. On, like, and we're talking about first dates. Like, literally, wanna, they spend money for pussy. Right, exactly. You know, you can get that for free just and, out of. Right, this is what I try to say, and that's why I tell people because as weird as it sound, dating is just glorified prostitution if you look at it. Man, nah. No, no. If you're gonna put a price tag and a value on it, you understand what I'm saying? If, like, if. No. But that's what, so when I said the twenty dollars, didn't mean it literally. But you said earlier, words mean things, right? right? Prostitution is an actual job, and that is somebody's (laughs) profession. No, real. I'm being serious. That prostitutes, you having sex, you're paying for a service, right? Dating isn't a service. Exactly. And what I'm saying is is that... So I wouldn't say it's the same. Okay, okay, okay. And and, and I'm with you, and I get you. But what I'm saying is that a lot of times guys have that attitude of like, oh, if I do all it... I'm like, if it's that, but you go, if you want to do it that way, or do you want to get to know the person, and the person wants to get to know you. Yeah. That's what I try to tell young men. You know. So because right think, now you you are dating. So you yeah, are. Yeah, dating. Okay. And I think it's very important that young men, if we had more men's days and really talking to young men, and this is why I think a lot of relationships don't last. Why 60% of the marriages in this country don't last because people don't get to know or they don't talk to the person. 
Because I tell this to people, and as weird as it might sound, but anybody who gets divorced, you got to be a fool. I've said this to people in my own family. And what I mean by this That's is, a whole other show because I have right. a different outlook on it. But go ahead. What I'm trying to say is that signs were there when you was dating and their faults. A lot of times, okay. my, my dad, may he rest in peace, he told me this. He said that a lot of times when people date, they, they watch and they, see the, and they see the good in people, which is true. You have to look at the good. Well, because you're presenting your best self. Right. But not even that. Forget even that. But also my father said, look at what the person does wrong. Yep. And if you have an issue with it, you tell them about it respectfully. Immediately. Immediately. In a respectful way. Not that I'm right, you're wrong. You can be like, well, why do you do it that way? And then they'll tell you. Yeah. Then you tell them. Then you can be like, well, you ever thought about doing it this way? And if you see they're not want to learn to change that fault, you got to say, can I deal with this or can I not? Because none of us are perfect. And you're going to have to give and take a little. But once you accept the fault, you have no reason to ever complain. Because you know what you saw when you were getting into it. So when I say, I do believe that you sometimes. You know what it was when you signed right, up. Right. Like I tell people, I'm like, sometimes you get divorced because, hey, you make a mistake. But I'm saying it's that. But these are signs you had to have seen when you was dating. And a lot of times, many people get into it to think because they're more in love with the wedding than they are with the person. But, but you and that goes for even just relationships, right. even if it doesn't lead right. to marriage. Right. And a lot of people, I tell people, I remember this. The wedding is a day. That's really when the relationship begins. It's, when you, it's, when that, it's the day after the party. Yeah. So we're going to scratch the uh, Rumi report because this episode in its entirety have just been random. And that is going to be the title of random. the episode. The random episode. We appreciate you so much, Anthony, for being on the show. Hey, nah, yes. thank you. Um, we will be back not next week, y'all, because it is Thanksgiving. But we will be back in December. Um, I'm hungry. I'm I'm tired. I'm hungry too. You guys have a great Thanksgiving. And I'm tired. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy, happy holidays. Happy if you don't, holidays. You don't celebrate anything. Happy life. Happy life. Happy happy happy, li- happy wife is a happy life. Yeah. <laughs> but what's a wife without a happy life? Exactly. That's the proper way. My daddy used to say that. Hello. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening on listening in. We will be uh, not talking to you guys later, but we'll you'll be hearing from us week Let's after eat. next. Let's eat. Let's eat. Ciao. Bye. ciao.